Well, I can't tell you. I've got an echo in my head. Why do I have an echo in my head? Anyway, I can't tell you how much it means to me to be here live with you. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. That took care of that there, big dog. Ah, not streaming today, but that's, uh, huh? I'm still here. But the echo's the echo's gone. No, we're good. We're good. This this is the, uh, more of that drama of live radio. This is just you know this is just the way it goes. And I'm here today with uh, with. Are you still going by T two? We got to come up with something better than that. I like Maestro. Yeah, well, that's what it's, everybody calls me is T two uh, because of I don't know something about the Terminator and I don't, I don't know. There's there's a whole bunch of stories behind it. Terminator always <laughs> loses in the end. He always gets beat. Yeah. yeah. Maestros don't get beat. They uh, just, yeah. They're just masters of everything they see. Anyway, That's right. Anyway. <laughs> Recently, in May, Putin went to uh, – he went to uh, – there's something called the Valdai Discussion Club, and uh, he met with fellow members in Russia, and he said the following. The question is much more broader and more fundamental. We are talking about the principles on which the new world order will be based. And what he was indicating was a new world order that did not have America involved in it. And right now, if you look at all the players out there, where is the free world in all of this on a daily basis? They're asleep at the switch. And China and Russia and Iran and India and North Korea, don't leave India out of this, they all see the first major change in the global order thing, if you want, since Great Britain let the sun set on their worldwide empire. Do it. Here, is this more good or like that? You like that better? Okay. Setting up the – we are streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Is that right? We good? Okay. And Twitter. And Twitter. The, 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 the app formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> All of this is bad for us, what's happening right now, but uh, why – how is this a thing? Once again, the problem is a – inability to grasp history and put together a national identity. We are in complete and total disarray all across the board. And this is the opposite of what the Democrats and the progressives and the left preach. They preach what a beautiful world it will be if we only embrace the multiculturalism instead of fearing it. Now, when Johnson got out there and he he launched his Great Society program, he had no idea what he was letting happen. Since then, we only have to acknowledge that, uh, you know, under the Democrats and the leftist regimes, black people are still at the bottom of certain things. Even after the expenditure of, what, 28, no, $19 trillion, I think it is. More because of the Democrats, more black babies today are born out of wedlock 
than they were before the civil rights movement. It used to be the other way around. There were more Caucasian babies born out of wedlock before the civil rights movement had. But now, unfortunately, black America has caught up with us. And they're either born to single-parent families or they're aborted. If you look at medical education and housing, we got nothing but disaster in place. All of this, by the way, brought to you by the power of language and the shaping of the rhetoric, taking words and changing what they mean in order to get you to react. It's a very sophisticated method to use on you, very polished. They say something that's purportedly the truth, and yet you just know it's a lie, and it creates what we call today the narrative. Both sides use promises, using them to support whatever's believed to be their fundamental truth. But the real victim here is the truth itself. When push comes to shove and it's time to actually do something, execute, put something in motion, do the plan, failure, or just apathy. And there's some very intelligent people that fall into this fallacy, believing that each of us have our own truth and that truth is relative or situational. Truth is never those things. Truth simply is. It's like looking at somebody that has passed away and saying, in my world, he's still here, very much in spirit. I have his DNA. He swims with us today. No, our dearly beloved departed one is gone. All that is left is our fond memories of him. There's no such thing as you have your truth and I have mine. There's only the truth. And truth is mathematical. And math doesn't lie. Math never lies. Things are black or white. If you look at any argument and you go down to the foundation of it, boil it down, distill it, whatever the phrase is, it is either true or false. And until you understand that reality, we are all victims here. And this all explains the foundation that supports an essential message, which is we have willingly followed ideologies and lies that are leading us to our destructions. Like, what are the lies? All people are equal. Well, yeah, that's true. Morally, yes, absolutely. But not inability, drive, or ambition. There's no equality there. There are differences in physicality, intellect, and creativity, and some of that changes with time. What I used to be able to do when I could run 10 miles and not break a sweat, I can't run 10 feet without my knees hurting now. I mean, things change. Uh, freedom can be gifted to someone. That's a big lie. Uh and this is that not everybody is actually equipped to accept the two essential demands of freedom, which is responsibility and self-sufficiency. We can put them in place and say, okay, you do for yourself. But if they can't, well, I don't know. Another big lie is life, that can, life can be fair. Fair begins and ends with an equal start, and that's it. Once, once that starts, you're on your own. I will fight to ensure that you get that equal start. But when that starts, it's all going to be up to you. Another big lie is human nature is altruistic. <laughs> and uh, one of the, uh, from Anne, Anne, Anne Ryan's uh, Atlas Shrugged, or Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged, excuse me, uh, I swear by my life and my love it that, of it that I will never for the sake of another man nor ask another man to live for mine. Gratitude 
becomes situational and whatever you give someone else will it's never going to be enough. A really big lie is that evil can be compromised or ignored. It cannot. We have this singular ability to ignore whatever is before us, and it is no wonder that we can disbelieve the most obvious. China's leader tells his people that war is coming and prepares his country for it. Putin tells anyone that will listen that a new global Russian empire is within reach with a nuclear weapon and intercontinental missiles. Iran can somehow be tolerated. And in hindsight, it will all become painfully obvious. The divisions and the fault lines that we're divided by, our enemies use. They exploit. We're so stupid that our enemies are laughing at us. Both Democrats and Republicans use terms that are supposed to connote a kind of uh, moral or intellectual superiority. But it doesn't. It's just words. It's just rhetoric. But when you have somebody wielding a gun coming at you, the rhetoric goes away. Bear that in mind. I had to, I had to get here to work on a – this was an emergency thing that happened today. I'm just happy to be live. I'm going to tell you about the human traffic jam that we all endure on a regular basis. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love it when things work out the right way, although that that is just dumb luck. Let me explain. So, well, first of all, the GS Plumbing Talk line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I went to great pains to be able to see that today. Because when I went to set things up, certain components in the home bunker studio failed. And then I was I had to fight the traffic to get here. And... When you're really in a hurry, you do a lot of things that you wouldn't normally do when you're just cruising now, don't you? Yeah. You have to really be able to step out of yourself to become self-aware when you're in traffic. Because we all say we're stuck in traffic. How many times have you sat in a traffic jam that you drove there, you got there on your own, you're beating, this, you're beating your steering wheel, you're cussing everybody in front of you, you're looking behind you, you're amazed how many people are behind you, there's nowhere to go. You can't go forward, can't go backward, can't go left or right. And we blame the predicament on every other driver that's out there. I just usually pick whoever's in front of me. Just one? Just one? You just, <laughs> yeah. you just focus on it? <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, 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 the truth of the matter is that we're all traffic when we're in that particular thing. And nobody's really different. But, but I'm always right when I drive. See, well, see, okay. So, like, so we, like, what kind of car do you drive? Uh, 2012 Honda Civic. Okay. So did you pick that car out? I did, actually. You, did you see a commercial for that car that you wanted to buy that car? No. No. See, I have a Ford F-150. Mm-hmm. I call it the uh, the Growler. It's black on black. Yeah, when, I've when, seen it. When it, it comes up on, when it's coming up behind you, it probably looks sort of, well, I don't know. So I come up on, behind some really big trucks sometimes. I'm sure they're like, oh, look at Wee. <laughs> anyway, we all saw the ad or something about these cars. And we all wanted these cars. So we get these cars, and then we get in these cars. Mm -hmm. And then after we've gotten in the car and the honeymoon's over, we find ourselves in a eight-lane parking lot 
that has lights that flash and just we just sit there and watch them because we're not moving, right? Yeah. And everybody else out there on Mad Max Boulevard and everywhere else here in the underdeveloped infrastructure of uh, the upstate of South Carolina, we all saw the same commercial. We all wanted to get the behemoth XL and get out there on the road and be road warriors. And we saw that ad where the car is riding on a mountainy, twisty road that's on the ocean as well. The best of both worlds. It's going It's going at whatever cruising rate it wants. And that's what met you. And now we're sitting here. And I got somebody out front. And I got somebody behind me. And I got a lot of people gesturing, and I'm doing it too. <laughs> sitting there late for something, starting to see. I was across a road over there. I, I, I don't remember what that's called, but I was trying to get on Garlington to get here. I was within a stone's throw of the studio. We're about to go live. T2 gives me a maestro buzzes me. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And barely made it in here. Um, but we're very dependent on transportation. We are. Yeah. Very important. And should I be, when I'm out there and I'm raging, should I be going, Dad gum you DOT, Dad gum you Greenville County? I mean, because they're the ones. <laughs> That are actually in charge of the infrastructure and the lights and all of this other stuff, right? They're the ones that actually put this into play. I do that. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you ever seen that movie, The Italian Job, where uh, the dude that had uh, Robo Chicken, he's out there, he's the computer guy, mm-hmm. and they have cameras on, and they do, they have cameras on all of these lights out here. They do. And I just envisioned somebody around here working for the DOT. With a with a you know a milkshake and some popcorn, watching this video of us all being in gridlock, because getting out of here, like <laughs> the people that turn left here coming out of here, yeah, they turn left and they'll they'll know that they're not there's not room and it's already coming back to where they were on the stripe. They'll just pull right out there anyway, get in the way, and then when everybody's coming up, they just act like nobody sees them. They, they don't see anybody. I don't ever do that because I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, but we never get mad for being stuck in a system. That's supposed to work that doesn't. Because we're that unaware. So we're misdirecting our anger. And sometimes that changes, right? Like when you go in, like right now, Roper Mountain has been having a lot of road construction on it, right? So they'll they'll have the guys with the signs up, slow stop, slow stop. Two-lane road, then you're, you're backed up all the way out to Pelham, or you're backed up all the way out to Roper. You're sitting there. You're angry at them. And all they want to do is not get run over by a car. Yeah. <laughs> and then if we're in a road construction, like on, on, on 26, have you gone down 26 lately? Yeah. 26 is, I mean, you get to this zone after you get past Newberry, headed into Columbia, mm-hmm. and then it's very much, it's, it's like that. Very Mad, much the same. It's Mad Max without without the guy with the guitar that spits flames out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's, it, a, there's, hang there's on always both, construction on that end. you got to hang on always. to the wheel with both hands, and everybody's doing 90 <laughs> yeah. in the 60-mile-per-hour. They're like, Not I'm, Newberry. I'm, I wouldn't do 90 in Newberry. Why? Uh, dude, every time I go through Newberry, I get, there's cops. I always see a cop. <laughs> I always see one. Well, see, I will. I will <laughs> I got tell pulled you. over by one in New York. Do you want? Do you, want do you want to know the advantage of getting older? What's that? So when you get pulled over by a young police officer, you go, 
Young man, I know I was going too fast. Here's my license. I've got a concealed carry permit. My gun's right over here if you want to hang on to it. I sure am sorry about that. And then they just come back and tell you, listen, old man, slow down. <laughs> yes, sir, I sure will, young man. You stay safe. And I do mean that. You know, I mean that. But, I mean, yeah, there, there, there's certain advantages to getting older there, maestro. Yeah, well. Don't, don't, don't think that there's nothing, you know, nothing that, nothing that stays the same. But – I just it, I, on the way here it was remarkable because I didn't get mad on the way in here. I was just sitting there. I was I didn't want to be late, but I didn't get mad. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was the first time I've been out in this general area trying to negotiate with a car, and um, that I just kept an even temper. It's quite nice, quite nice in all actuality. I try to do that. I try. But sometimes I just get so mad. I get so mad on the road. <laughs> on the text line, I'm being told, Bill, download the SCDOT 511 app. You can see all the traffic cameras. And that's true. 26 has been like that for three years. And apparently there was a Woodruff Road uh, billboard of the Grinch that said, do not move here. We are full. <laughs> <laughs> glasses on so I can see the see the uh I'll do that in a minute. Anyway. And this is this is true on the text line. Everybody seems to think that I'm number one. It's uncanny. I don't even know those people. Well that's true. I mean well that's the way I feel when I'm out there on the road too. But I, here's the thing. There's a, there's another thing that this really illustrates to me. You know, I, I hear about like, you're a married young fellow, but I hear a lot of young people that talk about how lonely it is now. And, I mean, older people, they're lonely now. Nobody knows how to date. Nobody knows how to relate. Nobody knows how to t- start a conversation, have eye contact. Mm-hmm. And when we're in the car, encapsulated in the car with the windows up mm-hmm. and, the, uh, and, and, and the AC on or whatever, what does everybody do when it becomes a parking lot? They pull out their phones and get on their phones again. They're always looking for a reason oh, to get yeah. on their phones. Yeah. Always. I used to go through the car line dropping my kids off or picking them up from school and just watch all the people on their phones. we got to stop doing this. We cannot live <laughs> in a smartphone-segregated human traffic world. That's just the way it we, – we can't be that way. And, we, I, you know, then, then we're out there going, how come this is happening where boys think they're girls? <laughs> and, uh, you know, just – it's easy. It, you, take a moment to step outside of yourself and look – around you as you're seeing, and you're going to see people. You're going to see people. And it's okay to strike up a conversation with a person. They'd probably really like to do that in most cases. I've never run into somebody that, well, that's not true. I did run into one. I had to get away from that guy. And you know who you are, don't you, you pleasant guy? All right. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. All right, here I am in the maintenance phase of new life weight loss. I got on the scales today, and I was stunned. I mean, for a moment, I've been sitting here, and I know what's happening. I'm burning visceral fat. I know I'm, I'm, I'm building lean muscle mass. Well, uh, all of a sudden, I'm now in the 250s. I have not been in the 250s uh, in quite some time. 
And, uh, yeah, this is all based upon what, what Dr. Elliott sat me down. He said, listen, this is the way this is. You have this, uh, you have this stuff. You have this, uh, this insulin. And you've got to learn how to manage the insulin. And he showed me how to do that. And that's all it is. It's you eating real food. You're going out. You're buying it. You're preparing it. You're cooking it. Um, lean meat, fish, poultry, chicken, which is poultry. <laughs> leafy vegetables, all the stuff. And it's delicious. And you're not counting calories. You're just trying to focus in on that protein. And then you go down from a size 48 to a size 38 in pants. You lose 44 pounds, which stepped on the scales today, and it's, that, that's, that's jumped up. Give them a call, 864-203-4290. That's the lovely Jennifer. She'll answer it. The website is mynewlifeweightloss.com. Indeed. This is not only, it's a lifestyle change, and it will make you healthier. New life, weight loss. Okay, what is this? I've heard this, but I don't know what it is. This is Dropkick Murphy's shipping off to Boston. That was on the tip of my tongue. I was about to say that. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it and seem stupid, though. Uh, GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page and on the app formerly known as Twitter. And podcasts are available wherever the best podcasts are found. Top shelf. We're the top shelf. With the top shelf. You, you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, wherever pods are cast. Wherever pods are cast, we we are we are the we are the preeminent. We're the gold podcast. <laughs> you can look at what happened October seventh, and you can look at it in, in a bunch of different ways. First of all, I look at it militarily. I look at it as far as uh, nationally. I look at it as far as what it does geopolitically. Then we can look at the way the Republican nominees are all re- responding to it, and that can be very instructive. Now, right now. The majority of the Republican nominees, none of them are in power except for Ron DeSantis. So what they can do is very limited, and they're, they're limited to what they can say, right? But once again, if that's the way they're going to illustrate it, you need to be paying attention to it. Now, another, another point of clarity is that in colleges across the country, it is fashionable to advocate for the people pushing genocide. And now all the kids are up in arms and certain pundits are up in arms because some of the kids are getting blackballed from getting a job when they get out of college. And I, myself, I'm just sitting back there going, you know, things have consequences. If I were to, if, if I do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing or make the wrong representation, do you know how fast I'm out of here? I'm out, of, I'm out of here real fast. I mean, it would, just, it would be like Looney Tunes faster. Whoosh, little marks coming behind me. You have to think about what you're doing. And if you're going to do something like this, if you're going to make this kind of a push, well, sometimes you're going to get a push back. In uh, what we see coming out of the colleges, there's a lot of Marxism and anti-Semitism and all other forms of racism um, baked in to these formerly students and now citizens of the United States. And this kind of thing, this is the secret handshake that binds them in that special club. So most people are not 
that dialed into their cause, though. And that's where the problems arise for the people really dialed into their cause, or cause, rather, because for the ordinary non-political, apolitical American, watching the leftists revel in the death of these, of these people, of these innocents, that's very off-putting for them. They, they don't really know how to respond. How do you gleefully dance around going, they're dead, they're dead, look at all of them, they're dead. How do you do that? How is that, how is that something to celebrate? Now, if you're wondering whether you're supporting the good guys or the bad, bad, bad guys, the bad guys are the ones who see civilians as primary targets for every horror that they can possibly imagine. And the good guys are the ones who try to live in peace, follow the agreed-upon rules of warfare, and sacrificing themselves sometimes to protect the enemy's women and children. And that's how you tell which side to be on. So if you're out there and you're like, well, you know, this is just ju- this is justice. This is what was coming. These guys were asking for it. Well, <laughs> don't come to any of my meet and greets and, and, and spout that at me, okay? Please. You're going to put me in a bad position. And we're getting clarity in America as people begin to recognize who among them are bestial savages and who are not. Now, We're getting some nonsensical stuff, though, from people on our side that want to be the Republican nominee for president, like killing civilians is indefensible, whether done by Hamas or Israel. So please pay attention to what I'm about to tell you. Children die in combat. That's the truth of war. They die. It's no use saying that you can afford war if you refuse to fight. If your enemy is unopposed, he'll simply come in and slaughter you without breaking a sweat. And he'll slaughter your children and everybody else. And then is the way with all tyrants, and this has happened in the Muslim world as well, they'll turn, them, turn, their, turn their violence inward as they go cleansing and get out there and get, you know, they're, they're, in their view, there are bad Muslims too. They go after them too. War is inevitable for the humans as we are today. It's part of our nature. And the moral standard is that you cannot side with the people who see the enemy's children as targets and their own children as cannon fodder. If they're willing to martyr their own children and murder yours, you know, is um, bad things happen to good people. This is why the, the, the axiom war is hell. This is why it was coined. And it's true. Now, DeSantis flew Americans stranded in Israel home, and he didn't make them fill out a promissory note like Biden did. And he didn't charge them. Now, on the other hand, there's Nikki Haley. And she tries to be all things to all people, and she ends up being nothing to nobody. And she insisted that we support Israel, and I agree. But then she was, uh, you know, she wants to house a million Palestinians from Gaza. She said there's so many of these people who want to be free from the terrorist rule. They want to be free from all of that. These are the people that voted for Hamas. 
And they hate us and everything we stand for. She's already characterized people for whom they voted and whose goals they support as the enemies of civilization. Even Arab Muslim nations don't want them. Jordan don't want them. Egypt don't want them. And she wants to bring them to America. And there's your clarity. DeSantis went out and did some principled stuff. And Nikki Haley's just confused. The, pro- the problem with all of this is that all of the options on the planet today regarding this are very grim. And uh, yes, we will discuss that when we get back. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. On the text line, and I, and I agree with this. I, I have no doubt that this is actually in some sort of plans or considerations out of Iran. Bill Tyra was talking about Iran's plan to detonate or detonate an EMP over the U.S. Do you have any suggestions on how to prepare for that? Well, so first thing you have to understand is, is an EMP does not take everything out immediately. It's not instant darkness. Uh, the Russians actually did that to one of the stands back in the 50s. And they still had transformers that were popping two weeks after the event. So it's not something that is instantaneous. But there is going to be an effect, and you have to be prepared for that effect. And the, here's the thing. Amongst the preppers, the biggest thing, that the hardest thing to prepare for is no electricity. The natural state of the world is darkness. And without electricity, it goes back to its natural state. So you have to have things in place for light, heat, food, and water. And then you're really going to be in a situation where there's going to be the haves and the have-nots. Right now, there's some people that if you would tell them that uh, there's an EMP coming, they, they would think it's like a new bank that's opening because we always got those opening in the upstate. Um, so there's three things you need. You know, the, In the event that you think an EMP has occurred, the first thing you need to do is go into every bathroom, plug up the drains, and run that thing full of water. And store water wherever you can as fast as you can do it. Fill up every drain with water. You can go to Home Depot and you can get road flares. And they're not that expensive. And if you have to have some sort of a light source, you don't want to do it indoors. But if you want to have some sort of a light source, there's one. And you're looking for ways to do things non-electrically. Having a bunch of propane bottles and and a gas grill would be very helpful. Having food ready to go, would be very helpful. What about solar panels? Solar panels are okay, but they only work when the sun's going on. And plus, they're out there in the open, and then that means that they're sort of targets for one of the have-nots. Yeah. That, which takes us to the next point, because if you have these things, if you have an array of things that will work and make your life a little better, somebody's going to want them, and, uh, well, you may have to be prepared to defend against those things. I'm down if they are. Well... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here, here's the thing. I go and I train at least once a month, and that's not enough, mm-hmm. right? And I train with long gun and handgun, and that's not enough. Yeah. And I need to train weekly to be really, really competent at it. But by the same token, uh, 8,200 times today, somebody who doesn't train to be a gunfighter is going to defend themselves with a gun successfully today because it happens every day. Yeah. So – uh it's this all becomes a matter of how prepared are you? Dr- freeze dried food, you can buy buckets of that 
at Costco for about 80 bucks. And this is not gourmet food, but in a situation like this, you're going to be looking for calories. Um, you need to figure, if it gets cooler and if this happens during a cold period in time, everybody needs to sleep in one room. Have one room where everybody sleeps because that way you're containing all the body heat in one room and try to seal it off. I mean, there's a lot of little tricks to it. You've got to separate yourself from the, from the cool. For me, uh, I have a big bank up against uh, in my backyard. I could dig into that embankment and stick a cooler in there and bury stuff in there and keep it cold. So you got to get sort of creative with this stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there that you can do, and there's a lot of and you know saving batteries and flashlights and all these things. That's good. I don't know how that's going to work in an EMP situation. So I you know I look for alternatives to light besides flashlights. I've got plenty of them. I've got so many flashlights. It's pathetic. What are you about to say, Maestro? Tell me. Uh, <laughs> you don't know? Uh, yeah, it kind of left my brain. Kind of left your brain. Uh, I think you just kind of said what I was going to say, actually. Okay, so. <laughs> for an EMP, just uh, understand this. It's not forever. Uh, the military would roll in. They have hardened things. You can buy You can buy things. You can buy something on, uh, on, on Amazon that costs $450 wired into your car, and it will not short everything out in an EMP. For any car out there. Because all the EMP does is a power surge that makes everything fry. So this anything that can catch that and disperse it before it fries your main components will 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 defeat it. And then if you do that, then of course now the have-nots want your car too. They want your 2012 Honda. So, <laughs> uh, yes, does Dewey's have an indoor range you can just show up and use? I don't know. It depends on how good you know him, I guess. But, yes, going to the range is not a bad thing. There's uh, plenty of ranges to go to around here that you can go to. Or DNR range is good. You can go shoot out there. And, uh, But the EMP thing, yes, that is very worrying for a lot of people. Now, an EMP um, over the United States, one does not mean the entirety of the U.S. gets blown away. South Carolina is actually one of these. Uh, it's in, in a Goldilocks position. Like if, if – uh, when you look at maps, they would detonate an EMP probably over the center of the United States. Um, probably not going to affect us as much. Right. I mean, even if even if Yellowstone were to erupt, the big earth-killing volcano. It would just get really dark. It just gets dark here. Yeah. So we're in a sort of a nice it's place. Probably really cold. Well, you know, so what? This means I can use some of my, very, my immaculate collection of coats. <laughs> yeah. When we get back, all options are grim when you look forward to all this stuff. Just as far as what we're going to have to do, it doesn't mean it's grim forever. It just means that we got to buckle down. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. 